0: This week we're talking about August 14th through the 20th. The new moon is in Leo. We're setting our intentions to open our hearts before the planets have to break it open. Face your fears and love yourself so you can courageously express yourself authentically.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey?
0: What's happening,
1: traffic? Scott?
0: Hi, Ingrid. How are you? Oh well, oh, I mean, I look tired, so that's great. But let's see. It's been, it's been a very hectic uh, week.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, you had a. I think it was a very intense full moon for everyone. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about the the coming up new moon in this episode, but the. The last full moon, the full moon in Aquarius, yeah, super intense, mm-hmm. super intense for you, intense for me, intense for lots of people uh, that that I've spoken with. How yeah. was how it affecting you? Uh,
0: just having a family health crisis. My dad's having some, the first time in his life, having real health issues, and we were at the emergency room, and... Lots of overnights at the hospital and watching family uh, patterns and habits you know, when you spend a lot of time with your family, you really like see those reflections and how they have manifested themselves in your life. So it was just mm-hmm. a lot of, just a lot of stress and worry, but then also coupled with, yeah, ref- reflecting on why I am the way that I am. Generational
1: What are some of those examples? Yeah. Do you want to share anything further with us?
0: I would say my dad's not a great communicator. And then I have picked partners that are not, you know, you always think that you make all these big changes in your life, but then when you see your present reality, you're like, oh yeah, that reminds me of my childhood. That reminds me of my mom. My parents, I don't think are the best match. They definitely love each other, but Growing up, my parents stayed together. We lived in the same house. There wasn't a lot of change. And then now in my current reality, change is very, very hard for me. I hang on to jobs. I hang on to relationships with like a death grip because it's so scary because I just never saw any change. I think in my household, there was never change that was not part of adapting which i think my parents were like oh we're giving them stability so we're going to stay together we're going to stay in the house we're going to make things cozy and now Mm -hmm. i mean i think no matter what parents do you get some sort of trauma but you know just seeing how that's very apparent for me like relationship issues are accepting things that are not acceptable staying comfortable because it's scary to do otherwise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then feeling sad mm-hmm. for my parents and their inability to do those things because they were never taught. It just feels like a, such a bummer to see it and be like, oh man, I wish things could be different for them, but I don't think that's, you know, being realistic about change and, you know, all we could do is once we start to build the awareness for ourselves, actually make those changes in our own life, but we can't really make them for somebody else
1: yeah so how can you be a better communicator how can you make communicating better in your life Mm -hmm. do you have any answers
0: i mean i guess i don't think i who knows i probably have these same patterns i think that i i'm pretty good about bringing something up that's uncomfortable i've already learned the lesson of saying something being able to say something and sit with a discomfort
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but then actually you know affecting change in my life has been much harder you know i just think also generationally like they just weren't taught that you're allowed to communicate that's just too you don't communicate that's just crazy somebody's gonna feel awkward oh yeah you you hold it until your head explodes off of your body It'd be much easier to just have a heart attack than to even think about communicating your feelings or needs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Your dad was having issues with his heart. You were saying?
0: Yeah. Hopefully yeah. I mean we'll we'll see what happens, but hopefully it's maybe caused by his thyroid, and maybe that would. You know, if that's under control, hopefully they can fix everything, but there's not much we can do except for wait and see how the medications work and see if they can give like a a diagnosis as to the underlying cause. There's some, you know, Mm -hmm. dietary things and but him communicating about stress and change would be ideal in this case, but I don't know if that's even possible for him to Mm. like, I feel like there's just this area, like his throat and his heart are just like so
1: blocked what's going on with the throat
0: nothing in the throat but like he was having trouble breathing for three months
1: okay so and the then lungs. it
0: was coming from his heart really like okay. your heart's not pumping properly so then you're not getting oxygen to your body so your lungs aren't working
1: mm-hmm. so this book louise mm-hmm. hay heal your body yeah I mean, I love this book. It, it has, it's, you know, the, the meta, mental causes for physical illness and the metaphysical way to overcome them. And what it says about the heart is represents the center of love and security. And I think you mentioned something about your parents, like, Struggling with security or whatever, and so they stay in a situation that's uncomfortable because they don't want to change. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
1: so you know, the mantra that he needs to practice is my heart beats to the rhythm of love. That's what this book says. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow, well, that would be
0: great. My dad would (laughs) never do a mantra, he would, he would, I'm not joking, he would rather die truly. Uh So I'm just like, I'm like witnessing this and trying to trying to add, you know, trying to open his heart, open his mind to some sort of change. Like I brought it up at the hospital. You're going to have to communicate better dad, because Mm -hmm. you're going to stress yourself out. You don't say things when you should, and you it's going to manifest in raising your heart rate. Yeah. Are we going to keep talking about this? That's the response. I'm like, dad, you didn't wrap up the conversation. You didn't even respond to what I said. So acknowledge what I like. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Like. Even just the conversation about a conversation is impossible to him. You know, I try to be compassionate and open and just like, I'm like, if you learn to communicate better, because I was like, maybe you could go to therapy. You could learn some communication stuff and it probably help with, you know, being so agitated. And that's just like, well, I'd rather just, I don't know. It's The discomfort has to be so great for him, but the idea yeah. of actually making a move that could affect that i don't know if that's possible Mm. because that makes him uncomfortable he would rather just change the subject then he's been open here and there every once in a while you'll see a little glimmer of being like oh maybe i have to do something different but all you can do is offer uh your insight and say, you know this is how i see it i don't know if anything sticks but hopeful but detached is like my attitude i guess
1: This says heart problems, long standing emotional problems, lack of joy, hardening of the heart, belief in strain and stress. And the mantra for your dad to say is joy, joy, joy. (laughs) I lovingly (laughs) allow joy to flow through my mind and body and experience.
0: How about stress, stress, stress?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man. So,
1: you know. And yeah, then, ease
0: ease, and happiness don't, I don't know if that's
1: in the cards. No. And then you said uh, he has issues with his thyroid or you're not sure yes, yet? Yes, 100%. He does? Okay. So, thyroid is Humiliation. I never get to do what I want to do. When is it going to be my turn? And so the mantra is, I move beyond old limitations and now allow myself to express freely and creatively.
0: Okay, that. That. That's literally his his actual mantra is, I never get to do what I want to do. I'm just like, then fucking do it. Then do it. Well, nothing. He's like a perpetual victim. Yeah, yeah. He's just always this. My mom interrupted him while he was doing his project. So now everything's ruined. It's just like, just fucking. She needs to go grocery shopping. You know what you could do? Say, no, I'm not going grocery shopping. I'm busy. Holy shit. Holy shit. That, that, That right there is like a. Yeah i never get to do what i want to do Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe i'll try i mean i've literally tried to talk to him about the subject 10 million times the idea of saying no because then you Mm -hmm. could do what you want to do nobody is stopping you but you yes and you're so mad i'm just like oh my god you're so mad but the only person you can be mad at is yourself like
1: so when your mom says i i want you to come to the grocery store with me and he doesn't want to he can just Turn to her and say, I move beyond old limitations and now allow myself to express
0: okay, well that's going freely way too far. and
1: creatively.
0: No is about as far as... And oh, uh, <laughs> N-O, that would be better.
1: <laughs> He'll just say the mantra, though, because he's going to be saying these mantras over and over in his yes. mind. He'll just I move beyond old limitations and now allow myself to express freely and creatively. You know,
0: I mean, I do think that these reflections, even though he just doesn't, I don't know if he ever even accessed the idea of that, but yeah, that would be the perfect thing to antidote to his issue.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: What's happening? What's happening in your world, Scott? I know you had posted something and I was like, oh boy, Scott's yeah, going I mean, on. It was just,
1: uh, things were tense during the full moon because, uh, you know, like Maggie was panting a lot and just gabriella is just like
0: also panting really concerned
1: concerned for maggie not sure what's going on with maggie thinking something's gonna you know that she's in a lot of pain like she's googling things what does this mean it's not so hot for her to be panting all the time why is she up until three in the morning you know we're gonna have to put her down all this stuff and yeah it's just super intense i'm just like i mean talking about having someone come over to you know euthanize Maggie Ugh, and I'm just oh like no, losing gone. my mind and we had like you know, um Gabriella's mom just lost her dog, you know, had to put her dog down. I have another client who had to do that to her dog like all within a matter of a week oh, no. and so it's just That's the the worst. things were very, very intense and then you know like an angel, from above uh we called uh this medical intuitive that my old neighbor swears by and who who we love too um but she uh
0: is that the one that does your diet stuff
1: yeah oh, yeah she okay. she's a medical intuitive and um her name's mary she she lives in ohio she's like doesn't have a website or <laughs> The of uh, or a computer. Or you anything. like mail her a check,
0: right? Or yeah, like cash on the mail.
1: Cash. You mail her cash. Yeah, and you just call her on the phone and you hope that she answers. And we haven't talked to her in like two years because like every time we call, the phone just rings, 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 and rings. And so she finally answered on on the day of the full moon when everything was melting down. She she and wow. like she got. She actually finally got an answering machine. And so Gabriela talked to her, but then she was like, I'm not available right now, but can you call back in like 15 minutes? Um, and Gabriela was confused and thought that Mary was going to call her. And then Gabriela called her later when Mary didn't call. It was just like this back and forth. And so it, it finally got to the point where I was like, okay, let's just call her again because I think that we're supposed to call her and we called the answering machine picked up and it's one of these old answering machines where like we're literally talking on the answering machine and then she picks up the phone oh, oh hey, my hey god that's... and we ended up talking to her for like 90 minutes oh. and yeah she just put everything at ease with maggie and was just like oh there's like she doesn't have any cancer in the body doesn't have any um you know any ailments it's just she's you know getting old and her body's you know getting old and you know but she she does not want to be euthanized and you know she wants to be here as long as her body will allow her to be here and so um she was like let me check and see if there's any entities or dark energies around her and She did and pulled off like some entities and some dark energies and then did the same for Gabriella. Um, and and it just everything shifted. I mean, it was like Gabriella was in a better mood, Maggie was lighter, like not she was sleeping better, she's been sleeping better, she's got more energy. Um, we went through all of her supplements and her food to see if you know what was in her highest good and yeah she uh um and so like yeah we cleared out a lot of stuff that we were giving her Mm -hmm. and she's been in a much better place so it just it was so wild though too because everything kind of reached to this pinnacle at -hmm. the moment of the full moon
0: wait when, when was the full moon
1: it was on uh august now i have to go back and look hold on a second i i make sure i want to get the date right it was on august 1st okay yeah august 1st at like 11 30 a.m pacific time is when every i felt like my entire world was melting down i'm like i am i gonna have a dog this time this week i you know like what's happening uh and then by like four or five in the afternoon once we talked to her it was like a whole new life it was like just such relief felt like gabrielle is like i feel like a weight has just been lifted off of my chest i feel so much lighter Yeah. so yeah that was
0: these these waves of intensity Mm -hmm. it's like you forget until you're in it again in the the horribleness of it it's like oh this is the worst Mm -hmm. you could ever feel and then once it passes it's like you kind of have to surrender to whatever it is. Cause we can't always do much. We, <laughs> there's not always something to do except for to yeah. let it wash over us. And then a new yeah. reality appears in its wake. And it's like trying to fight something that's inevitable. You can't fight like a wave from the ocean. That's impossible. It's coming anyway. So being able to surrender some of our like obsession on control. Mm, yes. There's, we have no control.
1: Exactly exactly the only thing that you can really control is your own attitude in the midst of whatever is going on and even then it's like still hard to do like you can't really always control that sometimes you're going to get angry sometimes you're going to scream you're going to snap or whatever happens to you know whatever emotional reaction you're having so but it's 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 just weathering the storm trying to be yeah. mindful enough to weather the storm and I was trying to be calm, yeah. And the more calm I'm trying to be, the more Gabrielle is like, okay. "You're not taking me seriously. You're and... not
0: panicking enough because yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm panicking for the both of us."
1: I'm like, "Yeah, but I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I don't feel. I, I don't feel like it's Maggie's time right now. I just really don't. And, you know, I, I want to support you, and I, I've. Feel everything that you're feeling right now, and I'm not saying that what you're feeling isn't real, but I'm just not feeling the same things as you, yeah. and and that's it. And I'm so thankful that we were able to get a hold of Mary, and she uh, she really put Gabriella's okay. <laughs> mind at ease. It was like it's such a shift. Wow! And but to see the actual difference in energy in maggie as well like we forget that we are energetic beings we're in this physical plane and you might have a curse or a demon or an entity or dark energy that has been cast over you in some way and you need a sorcerer or a mystic or someone like mary that Knows how to remove these things off of you so that you can breathe and move through life. And so, yeah.
0: Even just speaking of like a pet, it's like there's a lot of nonverbal energy happening there. And even in like the family unit, it's like you can feel when someone's energy is off like a lot of the time my dad won't say something and you could tell his Mm -hmm. energy's off and he'll just and i'll be like hey what's up and he's just like nothing i'm like (laughs) we all know you think you're he thinks he's doing the right you know quote unquote right thing by like not talking about it because that's what he thinks you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. you know he learned that from his parents you just don't talk about anything so he's like oh okay i'm gonna not talk about it and that's the solution and i'm like we can all feel it though if you Yes, you would calling it out and taking it out of the, your insides would actually make you and everyone else feel better because the unsaid is still there. It's like whether it's a pet or a person, there are no words being exchanged, but you can feel someone's internal energy shift. Their mood—you can tell what someone's mood is without them saying a word.
1: Totally, totally. And you feel—you yes. feel
0: it. You can feel the unease.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. And that was coming off the heels of what was a very exciting weekend for me, but kind of a tiring weekend too, because I had uh, my first North node class. And then before the night before that, I, I had a client fly me up to, uh, to where her and her girlfriends were having a bachelorette party. Oh
0: my god, and... so I saw the picture on Instagram <laughs> and I thought it was from the last one cuz you had flown out for someone else's, didn't you? Or was that a No,
1: that was birthday? that was just a party. That was just oh, okay. like a dinner party for like so Valentine's is... Day or something. This was this was for uh the same client like had a friend's bachelorette party ah, and that's she so just fun. like she she texted me like two days before. I was like, what are the odds that you could fly to our bachelor party right now? Oh,
0: Scott, that's so fucking cool. What a fun awesome. treat.
1: I'm like, here's me and six women.
0: That's perfect.
1: Uh, this is like a dream okay. come true.
0: Also, women love to gossip and reflect and like share yes. and... Scott loves to absorb and analyze yes. and like give solutions. It's like you have a very feminine energy about you because you can mm. take, I feel like your masculine is the ability to weather the storm mm-hmm. without being swayed and being able to accept the the energy that women are putting out. And I think that that's, even though it's like a feminine trait, it's like really like an actual very masculine trait to be able to, to sit in the room with all of that female energy and be able to absorb it and like ground it
1: yes that's it so, fu- so i feel like fun. that's such
0: a perfect thing for you it, for, for everyone else was probably like this is the coolest thing ever
1: it's so much fun because it's it's fun to talk about like one woman in front of all of her friends and mm-hmm. share her astrology and then ah hear all the other girlfriends being like oh my god that is so her or like Uh, see we're telling you that you need to be this way and like uh, when you're talking about the north node or whatever it's like it just there was so much love and so so many emotions that were being moved through the perfect
0: full moon in aquarius energy of all time like totally
1: right in
0: the community living living your living it up
1: Yes. Yeah. Being in the community or in like the social scene and Mm -hmm. sharing the information and, you know, Aquarius is the sign that rules astrology. So yes. So that was a lot of fun. And then came home and did the moon class and that was, that was fun. And then after the moon class, I'm like, okay, now I can finally unwind for, you know, even though I, I had like so many clients on Monday and Tuesday and then by the end of Tuesday was when, you know, everything was melting down. And and then we talked to Mary and she was like, oh, no, honey, like she wants to be here until, you know, <laughs> just put everything at ease. So. So yes.
0: what is what, what is in store for us this week? Is there well, a, so this week? Relief happening? Start... No.
1: Well, I feel like last week was more relief. I think this week is not necessarily relief but it's it's like the the ramping up again because mm-hmm. this week is the new moon in leo mm-hmm. so you know
0: oh my gosh setting intentions for our heart
1: yes Being
0: courageous
1: dad yes. <laughs> yeah that's right yes this is a great time for your dad to start all his heart mantras
0: yeah i mean i'll try so, i'm gonna you know bring it up in the simplest way that i can but i think just even even though look he at doesn't your, believe look at
1: your cup there's a heart on your cup oh <laughs> our community oh, says, what's happening oh my god wow
0: <laughs> i think you like I, I, th- I think astrology is such a great tool for communicating because it's it's a lot of metaphors that are so simple that make so much sense it's like okay opening your heart is going to <sighs> it's just always so simple when you, when we put it in these astrology terms, I think Mm -hmm. my dad doesn't believe quote unquote in astrology, but it's like, dad, you can understand this language. Like you're very intelligent to
1: our podcast
0: on a rare occasion. Okay. My aunt, Michelle, she always listens. Sometimes my mom listens. My cousin, Jennifer Mm -hmm. always listens. Um, yes, but just the idea of being able to have a language to communicate in, I think that's kind of what astrology does it's like oh you can say Mm -hmm. oh we're talking about courage what does that mean how does it affect these other pieces of our lives it's a very simple metaphor for yeah expressing ourselves if we open our heart we're going to be more at ease we will be more full of life yes imagine that
1: yes exactly exactly
0: so i don't know maybe Mm. i can use my astrology terms without talking about astrology to see if i can Affect you know, open his mind and his heart up just yes. even a little bit to the idea of, you know, ease. Like once yes. you are able to open up, it's like everything's lighter. It's more playful. You can joke about all of the issues. It's like once you start, even at the, okay, so this is a perfect example of this, like opening your heart energy. I tried to talk to him about therapy at the hospital and managing his mood so he doesn't explode, literally explode his heart from never opening it afterwards they came and immediately took his blood pressure it was h- extra high we both started laughing dad was like see you did this to me like <laughs> the conversation did it and i was like see like exactly you can't you have to open up because you just like uh any any mm-hmm. tiny little thing of any discomfort is just like so intense for him and i'm like see this is why you need to because it's not that yes it shouldn't be that crazy to have the most lightly, it's not, it doesn't even, it doesn't always have to be uncomfortable to just say, Hey, you're annoying yes. me right now. You're annoying me. Can you just go away? Or mm-hmm. you're annoying me. I don't want to go to the store. I'm like, just say you're annoyed. Just the word mm-hmm. being able to say you're like, we were able, you know, us being able to talk about it afterwards. I'm like, Oh, there was a, I feel like there was a little bit of opening, but being able to joke about that uncomfortable moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, once you get it out in the open, you can be more playful about it this like there's like a lightness about getting something off your chest
1: mm, yes when was you what what year was your dad born 61 61 where is 61 here that's um
0: Year of the asshole
1: <laughs> when he's he's an he's in late 61 right he's a is he a libra October. yeah yeah He's a Libra.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the scales is just tipped all the way to the other side for him. So, can't be good. He's a
1: North Node in Leo. October 19th. Well, he's he's fighting it
0: with all of his heart. He's fighting it.
1: He needs to to develop his heart. I mean, wow. He needs to open his heart. He's a North Node in Leo. So, having heart issues. That's literally the universe saying, like, hello. Open your heart. Open knock, your knock. heart. That's why you have heart tension, because you're the heart is trying to open and you keep trying you're to close it. it. Yes, squeezing it closed at all costs. Yes. yes, yes. And of course, when his daughter is talking to him, he's feeling tension, because how can you close your heart to your daughter? Oh, she's your heart, you know. And you're like screaming, "Dad, open your heart."
0: He's like, "But I can't." Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ingrid. Hmm. Well, my heart goes it. out to you and your dad, and your sister, and your mom. Thank you, each and every one of you. So, yes, maybe there will be
0: a positive outcome from all this discomfort of you know forcing some sort of a change because yes, you can only live with your heart closed for so long.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
0: Mm. I'm curious. I'm excited to hear what's happening this next week. To yes. See like what? So, how we can work with the energy that's happening.
1: Cool. So let's go and uh, thank our sponsors. And and before we do that, I just want to say, if anyone wants to invite me to an event, a bachelorette party, or any other event uh, to do astrology contact me at theweeklytransit.com. Scott at theweeklytransit.com. And I am happy to work events. I love working events. It's a lot of fun. And yes, so Any that's one way that to work has? with me. Yeah, to do astrology. I've got yeah. classes. I've got events. I've, I'll have i do events. I'll do readings for you. He's addicted. I, He's addicted. I, yeah, exactly. There's the cosmic pathway, which is... The one-on-one weekly, there's the Cosmic Reset, which is a five-week program. So if you're interested in either of those, contact me at theweeklytransit.com or, you know, Scott at theweeklytransit.com, Cosmic Pathway, Cosmic Reset, put that in the the subject line or uh, event. Let me know. If you want to fly me wherever you want to fly me, I will fly Scott's to down. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So
0: Oh, I had one I have one little announcement. So we're still we're still awaiting 1000 subscribers on YouTube to be monetized. Mm -hmm. But so if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, if you'd like to watch our beautiful faces. Go to youtube press the subscribe button even if you don't watch on youtube it actually just helps us get monetized so even if you don't plan on watching there maybe if you'd go subscribe because we all have an account that would be very helpful but now there's a super thanks button there's like a little heart in the bottom right where you can tip us two dollars if you're watching and you like it and we're helping you navigate life more peacefully if you would like to support financially you can also go to the link in the show notes there's a support link you can donate one dollar five dollars or ten dollars a month Uh, that's who you were talking about thanking that helps us just spend more time doing what we love sharing the planets Mm -hmm. and stars with you.
1: Yes. So these are our Spotify sponsors. If you'd like to join and be one, Ingrid just told you how you can do it. Uh, we want to thank Nicole, Brenna, Kendra, Jasmine, Janelle, Vincent, and Michelle, Clarissa, Aline, Cassie, Merdinas, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Deborah, Haley, and Carrie.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Thank you. Some other ways you can support, you can buy the book, The Basics of Astrology. There's $30 for a copy on Amazon. It's $10 for a digital download. Those are the classes that Scott is teaching about. They go hand in hand with the book. It also goes hand in hand with all the visuals that you're either watching here on the video or if you want to follow along, you can go to the website and go to our forecast. And that's got a visual representation of all the signs and symbols. So they're all kind of meant to be paired together so you can learn the language of astrology. Or you can write us a review, share us with your friends, write us five stars, read the book.
1: Yes. All of it. So many ways. ways. All is helpful. All is helpful. Yes. So grateful for all the support that everyone brings us. And so this week, we're looking at the week of August 14th through to the 20th. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Yes, 14th to the 20th of August.
0: Oh, all this Leo Uh, energy. Yes, lots lots of
1: Leo energy. We begin here, though, with, uh, yeah, a planet in Leo. Monday, August 14th, Venus retrograde in Leo, forming a positive trine with Chiron, the wound, the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in the cardinal fire sign of Aries. Leo is the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion Aries symbolized by the Ram Venus, the planet of relationships. So this is opening your heart in your close personal relationships, facing those insecurities, whether it's insecurities within your familial relationships, your friendships, your romantic relationships, your business relationships. We're in relationship with many different people. Are you opening your heart in these relationships? Are you being bold in the expression of your love and affection? You know, I keep receiving this message that an open heart can't be broken. It's only the hearts that are closed that are broken. Because if your heart is closed and then you attract another heart that is closed and your two hearts, tangle, the heart is always fighting to open. Why is it always fighting to open? Because why are we here? We're here to learn to love ourselves. And love comes from the heart. And so if you're having trouble loving yourself because you don't feel like you've been loved and your heart has been hurt, and so you close your heart, and then you attract other people that have closed hearts, and then your heart intertangles with their heart. And as your heart starts to open, and their start heart starts to open because you feel more vulnerable, it breaks because you're breaking off open the the boundary, the 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 walls that you've you've built. Around I mean, you're your breaking,
0: heart. you're breaking your heart, but you're, you're breaking, breaking it, it open. open.
1: You're breaking yeah. it open.
0: But that's scary. But it it's like they also, think their heart is going to break by opening, and it's like it's it, the opposite is what is but happening.
1: But can also it, it you're breaking it open, but then you're also maybe breaking the other person's heart, or they're breaking your heart because it wasn't open to begin with. Where if it was open, then they would have fit together more seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person wouldn't have been drawn into your life. Mm-hmm. The reason why the heart gets broken is because you realize that they don't love you for who you are mm-hmm. or you don't love them for who they are. It's like, have you ever felt like you don't love me? Like when, when you feel like somebody doesn't love you, it's because they don't know you. You feel rejected by them and you've lo- you've opened your heart to them and they've said no.
0: Yeah.
1: And so this is about facing those fears. And this is facing also this those is insecurities.
0: good. This day, is, it's a try,ing though. So it's like you, today's a good day to actually face those things because it's not going to be as uncomfortable. It's like an opportunity to heal that
1: wound. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, if, if you are opening your heart and you're showing courage and you're being bold... It comes well, from self-love, and from that self-love, there's there's so much power there. There's so much power in the self you were gonna say something. You oh. you threw me off. Like you're oh, already I'm looking sorry. ahead. You're I looking am. ahead, Ingrid. So okay, we'll move on. Ooh, Ingrid's all, like okay. It's we like a puzzle. <laughs> well,
0: I feel like it's like I'm like, well, what comes next? Because I was wondering, I'm like, is there like Pluto energy? Is there Uranus energy?
1: It's Uranus, yes. So Uranus, the the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. Taurus forming a square with the sun, the planetary ruler of Leo in Leo. Fixed fire versus fixed earth, lion squaring off with the bull. This is tension. This is this is maybe where the the heart gets broken open in some way uh, or broken shut in some way. It's like, you know, Uranus is is shaking up our reality. It's shaking up our relationship to the material and maybe your heart is desiring something that your reality can't bring you at this point in time and this is about maybe facing those fears
0: well whatever you were was coming up yesterday in your relationships maybe there was an ease about actually expressing it Mm -hmm. and then today you're like oh fuck whatever you said yesterday is going to actually impact your life your reality your material Mm -hmm. surroundings are going to shift based on whatever you have healed by opening your heart there's going to now be some discomfort of like oh something has to change here something must change in reaction to what has been discovered
1: yes yes it's a good thing some sort of yeah exactly ultimately good but it's an unexpected shift because it feels uncomfortable it's uh or it's it's uncomfortable because it's unexpected like you may not be ready for it it's like a shock to the heart in some way and and this is happening at 23 degrees which is a key degree this week as we move on to to wednesday you'll see that the planet's still at 23 degrees we add a few more planets to the sun squaring uranus Gosh. which it does on tuesday and wednesday and this is so you know perfect. i encourage you to uh schedule a reading with me if you're if you're curious about learning how this frequency is affecting you more directly or any other frequency or the the moon cycle classes this is the new moon so if you haven't signed up for the the moon cycle classes this would be a good opportunity to do so to understand what is it 23 degrees in my astrological code because whatever is it 23 degrees or 22 or 24 or even 21 or 25 degrees is getting affected directly by this new moon in leo which is squaring uranus in taurus and uranus in taurus is also forming a trine which is a positive aspect to Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict in the mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin, Virgo. So taking into account first the new moon, which is the beginning of the wave. This is where we catch the wave. This is the new moon cycle. This is the Uh, planting the seeds of the coming harvest. What do you want to plant? Where are you planting the seed? That is what we get into in the moon cycle class. Where is this in your chart? Where are you planting the seed? What house are you planting the seed in? What's the climate? Where are the different planets that are aligning to this new moon? What energy is this new moon affecting within you based on the planets that it's connecting to? But the seed is Leo. And Leo is fixed fire. It's symbolized by the lion and ruled by the sun. So the sun is in this incredible position of power. Leo rules the heart. It's setting your intentions to open your heart to, and and how do you know if your heart's open? If you're laughing, if you're having fun, if you are enjoying yourself, if you are enjoying life, when you are not enjoying life, that is when your heart is closed. So setting your intentions to have fun to setting your intentions to say I deserve to have fun I deserve to enjoy life that is what part of what life is about is to enjoy to have fun
0: I feel like in my dad's life there's this dichotomy because he is very funny he's very loving he's very like playful energy but then the part of him where there's like anything like deeper and scarier it's like Mm -hmm. so closed so it's like he's fluctuating between these two things. And it's like, I think you can like have like some sort of maybe escapism where it's like, oh, I am happy. I am playful. I I have those things. But it's like, imagine how full that would be if you like let go of all the stuff that's holding you back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe that's kind of like what this new moon is about. It's like the fire is cleansing. It's burning off the walls that are encompassing your heart and whatever it's not burning off or being broken off by that square to Uranus and Taurus. It's breaking those walls down around your heart. And then Mars aligning with Uranus and Taurus from Virgo. It's about taking action in your daily life with regards to your health, your diet, how you live your day from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep is the way that you're living your life creating a structure for joy, for I, laughter, for playfulness yes. and creativity yes and fun
0: I mean, I'm thinking, well, I, that is all just so amazing the the daily structure, but also like being critical, like the awareness to be critical of these everyday things like critiquing what you're doing. What is keeping you small? Mm-hmm. What are you not doing that's blocking you from living up to your full potential and actually opening your heart? You have to make some shifts in your everyday to see that actualized. Yes. And that takes so like a discerning if... eye. Yes. Are you willing so... to take a look at it?
1: Mm. right. Yeah, taking a critical look at your heart. Is my heart open or is it closed? Am I enjoying myself or am I just you know broken down by this world? The the heart, your there's no other heart on this earth that is like your heart. It's your heart, it's not anyone else's, it's yours. So by living with an open heart, you're living life to the fullest, and you are expressing something that can only be expressed through you not through anyone else and so when your heart is open the universe the energies recognize oh this is an open heart this is something that we can play with this is something where uh their light attracts light and the sun is light you know i think of I think I mentioned this maybe on a previous episode, but that Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary that really struck me because he just speaks so true to his chart. He is so his chart. And one of the things that he said, he's a Leo in the documentary was like, you know, people work, they worry, they work, they worry, they work, they worry. But are you making time for fun? Because you gotta have fun What's the point of it if you're not having fun And that's such a Leo thing to say Because he's a Leo So who are your Leo friends Go around your Leo friends right now The ones that are having fun Not the ones that are in a black hole Because there's also that side of the Leo energy Mm -hmm. But it's Leo season So you know This is typically a time when Leos are Having fun and enjoying themselves So hang with your Leo friends and soak up their energy, their rays. Moving on to Thursday, August 17th, the moon transits into Virgo, forms an opposition to Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish, Pisces. So this is a tense aspect between the moon in Virgo opposing the Saturn in Pisces, Saturn and Virgo and Virgo and Pisces are the two signs that represent the mind. Uh, Virgo is the conscious mind. Pisces is the unconscious mind. The moon is the planet of emotions. Saturn is the planet of responsibility. uh, So the moon is taking (laughs) a critical is bringing an emotional sensitivity to your conscious mind. While Saturn is bringing a sense of reality to your unconscious mind. It's forcing you to look at the guilt, the shame, the regret, the blame that you're experiencing and asking you to, to trust your intuition, to show yourself compassion, to be empathetic to others and to have faith that everything that is occurring right now is in your highest good and the highest good of those that you're connected to
0: this feels i'm like scared for this day it seems mm. so it could be very healing mm-hmm. but if you're not compassionate it's just to witness saturn in your unconscious responsibility for responsibility for yourself and the baggage that you've allowed to accumulate in the corners that you haven't dealt with being very critical about it emotionally without Picking yourself apart. It being aware of it without being like, You're you are you serious? Are you seriously letting this shit just it's been sitting in the corner for how long? Like I feel like that's such an easy way to go, is like, what the fuck is this? How is well, that's it still very, sitting yeah. here? You know, instead <laughs> of being like, you know, the opposite energy is like, wow, it's been sitting here for so long and I just noticed it. Like, oh no, like you've been feeling bad for so long about this. Like we, you know, lovingly cleaning out the corners. Like if you come into someone else's space and they're not feeling good and you're like, you know, I'm going to clean their kitchen for them. They've been really depressed. Like I'm going to help them clean their space. You're not going to be like, are you fucking serious? Look at your house. It's disgusting. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not helpful. You're just making them feel worse. It's like, you're going to be like, it's not that big of a deal. We all go through shitty times and it's fine. We're just going to clean it up. And then we're gonna feel better. We're gonna feel lighter. This is this is great. Whatever's happening, we're just seeing it. We didn't notice how dirty the cupboard's been. It's like that's an opportunity to clear some stuff out and actually feel good instead of obsessing on the past. Like you're gonna feel lighter because we're clearing it out. This is exciting instead of you're dumb for letting it sit there for so long.
1: Yes, well that's that's where the compassion and empathy comes in. That's mm-hmm. what being compassionate is, is understanding that life isn't easy and, and sometimes people need help. Yeah. And sometimes Including people us. aren't, yeah. yeah, totally aren't, you know, at their best. And so what can, what can you do to lift yourself up, lift yourself up? Cause usually the people that are most critical of others are even more critical of themselves so it's it's really about you know when the person comes in it's like i can't believe you made this a fucking mess and yeah it's probably because they're yelling at themselves in some way so how can you be more compassionate with yourself so that you can be more empathetic to others okay so moving on to friday august 18th the intensity of the moon builds in some ways as it forms this conjunction with Mars in Virgo. So there could be some conflicts that come up through that criticism, through being overly analytical and maybe berating yourself in your mind and then taking it out on somebody else who's close to you. Yeah. So the moon conjunct Mars in Virgo intense
0: i mean maybe that's a day to spend more internal with yourself like analyzing these things because it's like when you're in the middle of this critique and trying to fix it it's like maybe some external energy comes in and like you said you're taking it out on someone else it's like you're supposed to be analyzing this and that's like in your own mind and taking action and the things that you can change within yourself and that doesn't include other people that's like a more focused like the moon is your emotions, like in inside work, Mm. internal work.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: And it's easy to lash out at somebody when they're affecting, maybe they're affecting your emotions and you're like, I'm busy in here.
1: Right. So how can you nurture yourself Mm. through the criticisms, through the critique?
0: I think the first thing that, yeah, just the idea of being alone on that day to do that work seems maybe important (laughs) to spend some time alone how are you supposed to see what's inside of you if you're having external interactions it's like totally distracting and it could be irritating
1: yeah yeah you know I'm I'm uh I'm not coming into work today the moon is is (laughs) (laughs) Mars in Virgo So trust me, nobody wants to be around me today. So I'm just going to be at home self-analyzing and cleaning out my closet. (laughs) I mean, I could
0: see it. You know, if you're around someone else, it could be easy to be like, yeah, and I see this about you. Here's a critique for you to fix something about yourself that you don't see. (laughs) Yeah. You should change too. Yes.
1: Saturday, August 19th. We've got another supportive trine here now. It's the sun forming that trine with the North Node in Aries, the karmic pathway of the solar soul's purpose. This gives me an opportunity to remind everyone that one week from today on August 26th is my introduction to the North Node class. So if you would like to enroll and learn more about what the North Node is all about, That is at theweeklytransit.com. You can enroll there. But the sun in Leo, forming that trine with the North Node in Aries. This is so powerful to open your heart to think about who am I? I know who I am based on my heart. My heart is how you know who I am. What does that mean to you? do you ever think about your heart in terms of how you identify your personality? Like when somebody says, wow, she's got such a really good heart. That is somebody whose heart is open. That is somebody who is loving themselves. That is somebody who is authentic in their expression and when you're authentic in your expression and your expression is of love then it feels good for other people to be around you yeah and
0: absolutely. the people that don't want
1: to be around you you know they're they they can't see you their hearts are closed so how can i open my heart and be more authentic how can i love myself more because if i love myself more then i have the courage to be authentic the inauthenticity comes from self doubt yeah. insecurities not fear. loving yourself yes fear so this is powering us to that point of like hey this is who i am i don't mean offense to anyone and that's it i i i i love everyone from my heart and that's from loving myself. It's like when when I'm doing a reading for somebody and people are like, "Oh my god, I'm so nervous." Like when I when I'm drawing somebody's chart, I'm falling in love. I'm I look at the chart and and I feel love because I see God and God is dog spelled backwards and dogs are unconditional love. That's why when I'm thinking about my dog, I'm like, this dog loves me more than anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? So uh, that's the energy of God. And when I look at somebody's chart, when I'm drawing somebody's chart, I see the work of God and I fall in love with their chart. And so when I meet with them, I'm excited Hmm. to share the love that I see through their chart and through that expression of my love for your chart hopefully it will open your heart Mm, because my whole purpose you do do that yes thank you Ingrid thank you it all goes back to like my whole creed is to help you understand who you are so that you can accept appreciate and love who you are And that's what we're meant to do here is to love ourselves. And through loving ourselves, we can love each other. And when you look at Sunday, August 20th, and you look at this beautiful alignment here between Venus, the goddess of love, the planet of relationships in the sign that rules the heart, Leo, forming a positive sextile to the moon, the planet of emotions in Libra, The sign that is ruled by Venus, the sign of relationships, everything sort of culminates to this moment of the week on Sunday, the day of the sun, the the day that represents that Leo energy because the sun rules Leo. And so on Sunday, this is the, the time through all the work that you've been doing through the new moon in in Leo, through Uranus squaring the sun and breaking it open, and the sun forming that trine to the north node, uh, beginning the week with, with Venus forming the trine to Chiron, facing fears, following our soul's purpose. Now you have the ability to truly open your heart and express what you're feeling to the ones that you love the most, whether it's your father, your dog, Mm. your best friend, your lover, your business partner, to share your emotions gracefully for the purpose of spreading peace and harmony and equanimity where you and the ones that you love feel seen and recognized and appreciated where everybody has an open heart.
0: I mean, the Libra energy is like the balance. It's like things will be out of balance. If your heart is closed, like the more you're willing to share and open up, it's going to be easier to balance the skills because people will understand you more. They will feel you more. There will be more information to assess the situation otherwise it's one-sided if someone's heart is closed the scales are going to be out of whack you have to be open and willing to experience discomfort otherwise you're just a rock on one side of the scale and there's no (laughs) way to there's no way to be compassionate even like especially with like anger i feel like my dad can be very angry and it's like Hmm. if you explained yourself if you just opened your heart people people will have compassion i'm sure whatever the issue is is annoying and nobody wants you to be annoyed we'd much mm-hmm. rather hear you say this is something i hate why do you guys do this it pisses me off and everyone's then everyone's heart would open and be like oh my god we didn't even realize that that's upsetting of course we don't want you to be upset
1: why oh would we want yes <laughs> that?
0: but if you're just being an asshole with no open heart or access mm. to the information it's just stomping around everyone's like well fuck you you're just an asshole. It's like, well, I know that's not it. I'm like, I know something's bothering. You, you know, I always try to like open up a little bit. What's bothering you? Like, try to mm-hmm. come at it with an open heart. Something's the matter. Obviously, yes. like I care about you. Yes, I want you to be okay. Like, I'm not asking the question to be me, and I genuinely want a little, a little access. Open your heart, and then we can mm-hmm. figure out how to fix the problem. It's yes. possible. But you can't. It, it is impossible with a closed heart. It's impossible. There's no key to open anything.
1: I, I love what you said, where you were like, "If one heart is open and the other heart is closed, then the scales are out of balance." Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. That's so brilliant. You know, I mean this this is something we're we're working on finding the balance here. This this is what the the Venus retrograde in Leo is all about. It's about opening the heart and then finding the balance and the balance is coming through all of these multiple transits with the moon in Libra, which is the sign of relationships, the sign that is ruled by Venus. It aligns with Venus multiple times because of Venus's long transit through Libra. Like this, this, Alignment would usually only happen once, Hmm. but it happened on June 25th. It happened on July. No, it happened on June 27th, July 25th. It's happening again right now on uh, August 20th. Yep. And then it's going to happen again on September 16th. And when it happens on September 16th, it's going to be happening In aspect to mars in libra so that is when like the final real push happens where it's like hopefully you've 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 opened your heart by then and and if so you're feeling the reward of having in the open heart and and your things are moving forward in your relationships in the way that you would want to where everybody's hearts are open Uh, but if not then you know it might be broken open Mm. at that point uh, or broken to bits, you know, however you're working with the energy. But, you know, these are the points. So think back, where were you, what was going on in your life and your relationships on June 27th, July 25th. Here we are again with this alignment with the moon in Libra sextile Venus in Leo, where will you be on September 16th? the fourth time that these two planets align in these two signs. Hopefully by then we are like, oh yeah, I can be myself. Yay. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Scott. We are going to set our intentions for opening our hearts.
1: Yes. Amazing, Ingrid. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you for all your wisdom.
0: Thank you, Scott. I'll <laughs> see you next week.
1: I'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his New Moon Full Moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit.
1: Tan the tanza tan